ho, ho! This is the Christmas stocking. I'm Lee Cameron. We're going to hear from Patrick in Delaware, who called 323-487-1225 to tell us what Christmas is to him. But first, let's talk about some must-have toys for Christmas from the 1990s. A lot of these have returned in updated forms, usually in the past few years. By the way, we surveyed every other decade in the 20th century so far. I will include links in the show notes. The Super Soaker. Of course, there were water pistols for a long, long time, but the Super Soaker came to us in 1990. It brought shooting water out to a new level. Super Soakers were actually invented in 1982 by Lonnie Johnson, an African-American engineer. It originally wasn't a Nerf Super Soaker because it was made by Laramie. It was originally the Power Drencher, and a year later, it became the Super Soaker, and that's when it really took off. The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers premiered on TV in late August 1993 on Fox Kids. Remember Fox Kids? The show used footage from a Japanese TV show and later other shows, but had an American cast for the out-of-costume shots. The toys came out around the same time, and they were hot. You remember the original Rangers, right? Jason, the Red Ranger, Billy, the Blue Ranger, Zack, the Black Ranger, Trini, the Yellow Ranger, I still kind of cringe when I say those last two, and Kimberly, the Pink Ranger. And then Zordon was like Shazam in the comics. He trained five teenagers and gave them fighting vehicles called dinosaurs and gave them advice and orders and they battled to protect Earth from Rita Repulsa. Ah! Of course, there were toys, lots of toys released by Bondi. There were regular figures, karate kicking and chopping figures, evil space aliens, and of course, the Megazord. Beanie Babies were the hot toy for a while there. They were those little understuffed animals filled with plastic pellets that felt like beans. I guess they're still around, right? It was supposed to make them look real, right? The uh, understuffed quality because it helped you to pose them like you couldn't do with regular stuffed animals. The original nine were launched in 1993. Legs the Frog, Squealer the Pig, Spot the Dog, Flash the Orca, Splash the Whale, Chocolate the Moose, Patty the Platypus, Brownie the Bear, he became Cubby later, and Pinchers the Lobster. Apparently, some of the tags for Pinchers called them Punchers. Factories started making Beanie Babies in 1994, and they were not popular. Nope, a lot of retailers just wouldn't buy them because they didn't sell. Then somehow, for some reason, don't know why, in Chicago, they started selling, and they took off. Ty, the makers of Beanie Babies, used the scarcity to their advantage. Every new baby they produced were produced in limited supply, and stores could only get a few, if any, making people go from store to store, and then the Beanie Babies would retire, right? And people collected them because they thought all the retired Beanie Babies would grow in value like the originals did. The originals actually did, but not so much the later ones. Beanie Babies really started exploding in late 1995, and when we started Radio Disney in late 1996, Beanie Babies were some of our hottest prizes. Pokemon first came out with Pokemon Red and Pokemon Green in early 1996. Those were games for the Nintendo Game Boy. You catch, train, and trade Pokemon, which are pocket monsters, and become a Pokemon Master. Pokemon Blue came out pretty soon after, and what, I think there was Pokemon Silver, Pokemon Gold, not that long after that. And then the trading cards, which are probably even more popular than the video games. 
The anime actually came out in 1997. The trading cards are still around, and of course, you gotta play Pokemon Go. Or at least you did for a while, last year. But there's still people playing it. They still updating that thing. Tickle Me Elmo started as Tickles the Chimp, which two inventors sold to Tyco. He was a toy chimp who laughed when he was tickled thanks to a computer chip inside. Tyco wasn't associated with Sesame Street at the time, so they worked on a Tickle Me Tasmanian Devil, since they did have rights to make Looney Tunes toys. Now that would have been cool. <laughs> right? That would have been cool. They lost the rights to Looney Tunes and got the rights to Sesame Street, and Tickle Me Elmo was born. Elmo was released in July of 1996 with an initial run of 400,000 units. They sold pretty well. They were available until the day after Thanksgiving, when they totally sold out. Rosie O'Donnell made it a prize on her show in October, and Tickle Me Elmo was off to the races at that point. And uh, during the Christmas season, like Beanie Babies, there was a buying frenzy. Fights over the doll, huge aftermarket markups, stampedes in stores. There were other Sesame Street Tickle dolls like Ernie and Big Bird, but they were never as big. Do you remember Tamagotchi, the virtual pet? It was released in Japan in November of 1996 and in May 1997 in the rest of the world. They were also huge when I was on Radio Disney. We raised one in the studio, gave out a ton of them on the air. Tamagotchis are basically a keychain with an egg-shaped computer on it. There's some buttons, usually three, and the Tamagotchi would hatch, and you'd have to make sure you'd take care of it. As it grew and mature, you gotta give it water and uh, feed it. If you didn't, it was very sad. We were not very good at raising the Tamagotchi in the studio. I will be honest. Tamagotchis are back. I saw one at Best Buy and almost bought it for a Christmas party white elephant game. Then I decided I'd be the only one who wanted one. Furby was another thing that was a huge when I was at Radio Disney. That was actually another thing that we raised in the studio in addition to giving them away. And we weren't so great at that either. He was released in 1998 by Tiger Electronics. He kind of looks like a bird crossed with a rodent. Weird. More than 40 million were sold over its first three years. It was kind of a, a robot and he spoke furbish. But he learned words from his caretaker and he was supposed to mimic the way people learn English. This was another thing which caused fights, aftermarket markups, even scams and shortages. And they've released a couple of new versions in the 2000s. I don't think it's ever reached the heights that it did in the 90s. Now Yu-Gi-Oh! Remember Yu-Gi-Oh? Still around too, actually. It originally came out as a manga in 1996 and then an anime TV show in 1998. And the show is all about a character solving puzzles and playing various games, including cards. And the trading card game came in 1999 in Japan. It was huge and is still played. Players have to use monsters, spells, and traps to win. Hey, let's go to the phone. Hey, Lee, this is Patrick from Delaware. And for me, Christmas is about traditions. Uh, traditions that bring you peace, bring you love, and that you share with your family. And uh, my wife and I have a wonderful 15-month-old uh, girl. And we were talking about what kind of traditions that we want to pass on to her and what do we want to practice every year. And uh, we've been thinking about that for a little while. Now that Christmas is coming up, I... Uh, I was listening uh, to all of my new podcasts that updated, and I realized that I've been listening to the Christmas stockings for almost four years now, and I've become so attached to it uh, that I look forward to it every year. It's like part of my Christmas now. Um, so I realized that you are a tradition um, that I would love to 
to carry on to my daughter, and uh, I hope to be listening to you uh, in the show uh, for years to come. Um, it, thank you for your wonderful history and insight and music, and uh, I can't wait to spend that time with my daughter, Evelyn, uh, listening to the Christmas stocking. So uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and have a wonderful New Year. And thank you so much for such a wonderful, wonderful podcast. Thank you so much, Patrick. Merry Christmas to you, too. Have fun with your little girl. You can call me. Just call 323-487-1225. Tell me what Christmas is to you. Or you could wish Merry Christmas to somebody, or both. Or do whatever you like. You might get on the show. And I appreciate it. You know, with all these toys that Santa has to deliver, somebody's got to keep track of everything. That's an elf named Mo. This is Carl Stuck in the Christmas stocking. It happened at an airport last December. Just after Christmas Day had come and gone. A short man on vacation started up a conversation. And he told a tale I'd like to pass along. He said this Christmas season nearly killed him. With work-related stress this time of year He said that I would doubt it But he'd tell me all about it If I'd buy us both a frosty glass of cheer He said you may believe in Santa The workshop reindeer elves and ho-ho-ho But at the top in Santa's shop In charge of shipping is an elf named Moe If I had ever once considered The nightmare of logistics for St. Nick How does Santa know which toys are for which girls or for which boys Unless somebody loads and labels for the trip I chuckled as he went on with his story The details that he gave were quite concise He said sometimes for kicks he'd change the labels on the gifts But he would never switch a naughty for a nice he said you may believe in Santa The workshop reindeer elves and ho 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 But at the top in Santa's shop In charge of shipping is an elf named Mo. all a tall tale but every word I swear to you is true the moral of the story is that those who get the glory often have some help from folks you never knew you know you may believe in Santa the workshop reindeer elves and ho 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 but at the top in Santa's shop in charge of shipping is an elf named Mo. At the top in Santa's shop In charge of shipping is an elf In charge of shipping is an elf named Mo. <laughs> Carl 
Carl Stuck, an elf named Mo in the Christmas stocking. Carl's from just outside Louisville. He wrote the song, and he's having a contest this year, in 2017, for kids to visualize Mo. Kids aged 4 to 17 can submit their own artistic interpretation by posting a picture of their original art to Instagram using the hashtag an elf named Mo and following the an elf named Mo Instagram account. There's also another way to enter, and you can find it on his site, anelfnamedmo.com. All the links are at mychristmasstocking.net. You can find the Christmas Stocking on Twitter. I have a lot of Christmas news from around the world, and, of course, updates about the show. Thank you for retweeting about the show, Tina, at HappyAppy7, and Kim, at Capturing Wishes, and Allison in Michigan, at Aria Maive. I think I've shouted out to you before, and I think I've never said your Twitter handle correctly. A-R-I-A-M-Y-T-H-E. Allison tweeted, Catching up this morning on the last few eps of At Xmas Stocking. It's an annual tradition. Oh, and Dominic, thank you for writing Top Elf at MyChristmasStocking.net with more links for your topic. It's a great topic, and I will try to get to it soon. I, I will, honest. I, I don't really know why I haven't done it yet. I keep meaning to. I even really thought of it before you suggested it, and it is a great topic, so it will happen, I promise. You can also find The Christmas Stocking on Facebook, facebook.com slash christmasstocking. Thank you, Rachel, in New Zealand, and Kevin in British Columbia for your reviews of the show on the Facebook page and the five stars. Wow, thank you very much. And more reviews on the iTunes slash Apple Podcast platform. Thank you, Writer at Large and Tim Miller FLA, who both mentioned that the show has become a holiday tradition for them. I'm really so glad. And thank you for the five-star reviews. Five-star reviews help wherever you put them, and uh, I, I appreciate it. If you decide to do it, thank you, too. And thank you to Brian in California for your really generous gift to the Christmas stocking. I'm so flabbergasted. And Greg, too, who said that the show has meant a great deal to him for a long time. Thank you, Greg, for your generous gift. I'm Lee Cameron. Next time, we'll talk about Jesse trees. The kind of sort of advent calendars. I'll explain in the Christmas stocking. <laughs>